Hey there, I'm Brooke Jefferson, host of the Book More Clients Photography Podcast. I'm a wife, mama to two, lifestyle photographer, and marketing strategist. I help photographers build a five-figure business through systems and relationship building. You can find me sipping on a whiskey and Coke, listening to podcasts, and binge-watching the latest series on Netflix. I created this podcast with the aspiring photographer in mind. I bring you tried and true strategies, tips and tricks to book more clients and inspiring interviews. Are you ready to frame your way to your dream career? Let's dive in. Today's episode is going to be full of opportunities to be taking notes. You're definitely going to want a pen and paper. So if you're driving or listening in the shower, you're either going to need to listen to this twice or you need to go ahead and pause this until you have a chance to grab your pen and paper because I promise you this is going to be packed full of good information. Today, we're talking all about Facebook groups. We love them, we hate them, but we know we need them. And I'm specifically going to be teaching on how you can utilize different types of Facebook groups for your photography business. We're going to be talking about what the best type of group is for you, how to give it a catchy name that's going to be SEO driven, what to post in your group, and then we're going to be talking about some hacks to explode your Facebook group and up your engagement. So I hope you are super excited for today's episode and let's get started. Okay, so we are talking all about Facebook groups today. And this has been honestly a topic that I have really become passionate about teaching because I have seen the positive effects that it has had in my business in both the education side as well as my own photography business side. And so Facebook groups can sound complicated. They can definitely be time consuming. And there are definitely good examples of how to run a Facebook group and how not to run a Facebook group. And so I hope after today's episode, you will be completely clear on whether or not you want to run a Facebook group, why it's important and what to do inside of the group. So The first thing I want to lay out for you are different types of groups, and I'm talking about groups that you are going to be the creator of. So you're going to be in charge of these groups. Now, there are absolutely Facebook groups around you that would work for your local business that you can join and that you can network with and that you can help book more clients through other people's Facebook groups, but the best way to get clients that adore you, love you, and book you is by having a Facebook group of your own. I like to refer to my Facebook group as a online community. People love the idea of community, and right now Facebook is pushing Facebook groups. So here's the deal, and here is a little golden tip for you. Whatever is trendy in technology at the time is probably the place you need to go. So if all the research is pointing to Facebook wanting you to have a Facebook group, then you need to be throwing all of your effort into creating a Facebook group. 
and running it until it's successful. It's not the time to be so focused on your business page, which we all know is, let's face it, it's dead. Do you need a Facebook business page? Absolutely, but that's not going to be the place that you book people again and again. Now, I occasionally do. I still need a business page because people will find me, uh, people will recommend my page, I'll get tagged, and then of course people will head on over to my inbox. So your business page is definitely something that you need, but I really wanna encourage you to start moving your attention and your effort to a Facebook group, which you can link to your page. And we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. So the very first thing that you need to decide is what type of group do I want to run? There are three types that I'm going to present to you. The first one is a first to know group. So the first one is all about people who are interested in your work, that eventually want to book you or hire you for their sessions, their weddings, whatever it is you photograph. That is a first to know group. The second type of group is a client only. So if you've been in the game for a couple of months or a couple of years, you've got previous clients under your belt. And these are the people that you would have a client only group. Okay. And the third type of group is some type of community. So this would be a group that you would design and you would put like-minded people in this group. It's not necessarily all about photography. So this is going to be a group that you can have that isn't necessarily tied to your photography, but it's something else that you're passionate about. So I'm gonna give you a couple of examples in just a second, but let's go back to group number one. Group number one is going to be more than likely the majority of what you choose. Uh, it's gonna be the majority of you who are listening, you're gonna choose number one, okay? This is the first to know group. This is for anybody that is either new in their business or doesn't have a lot of clients under their belt, okay? you're gonna want a first to know group. And these are fabulous. I have one and mine is called Southwest Sessions with Brooke Jefferson. And I will talk about the title in just a second, but really quickly, I will say, if you try to request to join my group and you're a photographer, unfortunately, I do not allow photographers in my group. So I just want y'all to know that. I love you so much, but that is for um, my people. You need to be protective of your own groups, and we can talk about that in a little bit as well. But I'm just telling you what mine is called so that you know I actually do have one. It is brand new. I just started it because I started with number two. I started with a client-only group, and this group was super, super successful until I let the ball drop around uh, the global pandemic. <laughs> so um, it was super successful. I, you know, would book people. I pretty much book out my calendar in that group of all the clients that I've had previously. And I would never even have the opportunity to take anything public to get someone new in my business for, you know, particular points of the year. So they really do work and they're amazing. You just have to know what to post in them, but don't worry. I got you covered. Number three is going to be 
Let me give you some examples so you can see if you identify with uh, number three the best. So these community type groups. So let's say you are, um, you're a breastfeeding mom. You are really into the topic of teaching others how to breastfeed and you just want to be in a community for breastfeeding mamas in your local area. That would be a type of a community group. You've got like-minded people who are working towards the same thing, who are going through a similar experience, and you are a photographer that probably specializes in family, babies, maternity, something along those lines to where it's going to tie in. To tie in because these are ultimately your potential clients, okay? But the um, bottom line of the group is not for you just to spam them all the time with your photography. The underlying reason of that group would be because you are truly passionate about helping breastfeeding moms. Okay, so that's an example there. Another example could be maybe you want a group that really is educational where you're going to partner with other vendors. So maybe you are a wedding or elopement photographer. You want to partner with other vendors to where you guys all work together. So maybe it's you as the photographer, a wedding planner, a florist, a DJ, and then fill in the blank for all the rest of the things that you could possibly have. And maybe you guys as a group run this group, okay? So as a collective effort, you are all helping create content and you are creating a group for brides. It could be like Fort Worth Brides, Fort Worth, Texas Brides, or Brides of Fort Worth, Texas, or something like that. So that way you are very location specific but you're also telling who the group is for. And that kind of brings me into what do you title your group, okay? Um, you definitely want to put one of two things in your title. You either want to put who your group is for and a location or one of the two. Why do I say that? Well, because if you're trying to attract new people to your business, they're not going to know what your photography business name is. So if I had Brooke Janae Photography First to Know Group, that's great. And that tells people exactly what that is. But no one's going to find it if I, you know, because I didn't put a location in the title. Okay. Now, listen, the Southwest Sessions, here's why I did that. I live in Southwest Oklahoma, and I serve um, basically a tri-county area or a tri-city area. And I basically serve clients from all over the place that there was no way I could use one single location in my group name. Otherwise, I would be running three separate Facebook groups, and I do not have time for that. <laughs> so... I had to come up with something that would be clever, but also help people to be intrigued, but also find it in their area. And so I'll tell you another tip that you can do to help you with your local area. But when you're coming up with a name of the group, I definitely want it to be catchy to tell people what it is, who it's for, or where they need to be located. So if you can put any of those, I would, I would recommend all three if you can, but if you can't, definitely try to hit two out of the three and you are going to be set up for SEO. And for those of you that don't know what SEO is, I plan on doing a way longer episode about SEO with websites later on. But for right now, um, SEO just means that 
First of all, obviously it stands for search engine optimization. You guys could have found that in a Google search. But what that really means is that you are using keywords, which are words that people are searching for over and over and over again. So people are typing in these words when they're looking for Facebook groups or when they're looking for businesses or photographers or whatever the case may be. So the more keyworded and specific that you can get, the better. And you can absolutely use Facebook as a search engine because that is how they organize their stuff on Facebook. Okay, so now you've decided whether one, two, or three is going to work best for you. So you're like, yes, I've got this. I know what type of group. I can come up with a name after a while, you know, when I'm not listening to this podcast. What now? What do I do with my group? Okay, so let's talk about what type of content are you going to have inside of your group. So your group's purpose is not for you to make it a billboard where you're constantly spitting out that your sessions are for sale or that you are for hire because nobody wants that, right? If they wanted that, they would go sign up for some type of newsletter where you would send that to them all the time, right? There would be no point in being in a group. A group should not be self-led you need to teach your audience, your members of the group to help run it alongside of you. So if you are a family photographer, and I'm using that as an example because that is what I am, then I am attracting all of the moms who desire to have really amazing lifestyle and candid driven photography for their family, okay? Sure, mom can be a photographer if she wants to be. She can take her own children's pictures. But when it comes to her own family and her being in those pictures, she's going to need me. So my goal and part of the content that I post in my group is so that um, they also get a say-so, okay? So one of the best examples of this is you want to ask really engaging questions or put up really engaging content, okay? So for example, right now everybody's dealing with either going back to school or homeschooling for the first time. So if you're a family photographer and you are speaking to primarily the mothers, then you can absolutely ask them, you know, something like, drop a picture of your child's first day of school. What does that look like for you? Whether they're being homeschooled this year or whether you sent them off to public or private school, I would love for you to drop a picture of your child's first day so we can celebrate with you. You just now brought them into the post and you are allowing them and giving them a space and a voice to participate, okay? What you need in your group is you need engagement and you need people to start talking. The quicker that you can train your members and drive engagement in your group, I promise you the more successful your group is going to be. Because if they hop into a Facebook group where it's constantly you speaking, you posting, no one's interacting, you're not asking questions um, or anything like that, and it basically becomes a dead silent group, then it's going to hurt you. And I, I don't say that to shame you. Some of you might have already listened to my training that I did inside of the Facebook group. So you've heard some of this, but you're hearing it in a different way right now. You're hearing it after the fact that you've started a group. And maybe some of you are really disappointed. It's not what you thought it was gonna be. 
you didn't get as many people as you thought you were going to get, or you're doing all these things I'm saying, but it's still not working for you. I don't want you to give up. Okay. This is not to make you feel bad. This is for you to figure out something new, right? Today can always be the new day. Maybe you just don't have enough people that feel comfortable in your group to say something. So this week, I want you to experiment some different posts that we're going to go through. Okay. And for those of you that have a group and you've seen the success of it, because I'm in some of y'all's groups that have asked me to check it out, you're rocking it. You're doing the dang thing. And I'm so proud of you. And I think you need to uh, keep it up. So here are some things to post in your group. Okay. Behind the scenes of your sessions, this could be quick little pictures, or this could be, I'm trying to think, um, quick little videos. So maybe you took like two seconds to do a really cool behind the scene of one of your sessions and you post it and this could be on your phone and you're just showing people, Hey, here's what it looks like to work with me. Hey, here's a really cool behind the scenes picture that my client got of me photographing her senior or something like that. People want to see it. There's this fear of the unknown. People are afraid to toss their money at you or to hire you because they don't know what's behind that curtain, right? They see the amazing work, but they still can't see themselves in your work or working with you. And so it's nice when we unveil, when we pull back that curtain and we let them see everything, right? So that there is no question about what they're getting. I do behind the scenes all the time. In fact, I've done a lot of behind the scenes of me in my office because right now it's undergoing a renovation so I can start doing studio type sessions here. And um, it's been amazing. People are so intrigued to see the before and afters, to watch it get painted, to watch the carpet get pulled up, to watch the wood floor get laid down, to watch the shiplap go up. You get it, right? I am bringing my people into the entertainment, okay? The second thing goes back to those engaging questions. Just ask simple questions. If you could choose one of these for the rest of your life, which would you choose? Wine or Dr. Pepper? Okay, wine or beer? Uh, water or wine, right? Um, or are you a chocolate or vanilla fan? I'm talking easy. They don't even have to think about it. They just know what their answer is going to be. You should be asking engaging questions about twice a week. Okay, that's a good enough amount for your group to stay active, for people to see your stuff, etc. Another thing I do in my groups, I pull, I ask questions. I literally pull my group at least once a week. And it could be as simple as which dress should I add to my client closet next, A or B. And then again, people are going to quickly click, 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 right? Ask easy questions, easy questions so that they can participate. A good poll for you guys right now headed into the fall season. Actually, we're probably going to be in the middle of the fall season by the time this uh, airs is which setup do you like better? Or would you rather have your fall family pictures done in a wide open field or in the mountains or whatever you have in your area? Ask questions, see what people want. And the best part of asking these questions is people are going to be honest and tell you what they really want so that you don't try to advertise with something that they don't even want. And then you're feeling defeated because you thought you were going to book out your entire month of October and nobody was interested in what you had. Okay. 
Another thing, this is the most obvious thing right here, is posting your work, but not posting your work to say, I've got two spots left, I've got two sessions for the fall left. No, I want you to tell us about the picture. Tell us a story, okay? Um, what happened? How'd you get this image? Can you show us the process of you editing this image? Can you show them a before and after? Um, actually show people that you really don't just click a button. You guys have to remember, most people literally have no idea what goes into photography or editing or uploading galleries. They have absolutely no idea. So educate them. Use your images to educate, to inspire, to empower, and you will get more engagement on your images. And then the last thing I want to encourage you to do is to use memes, okay? Everybody loves it. I call this sharing viral content. You want to be sharing content in your group that they're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is so good. I, can I share this too? Absolutely they can, okay? They might have to take the picture and go post it themselves because you're in a um, private Facebook group, but it still gets people to pay attention, um, because a lot of people right now, like, can we be really honest? Nobody wants to scroll their newsfeed because you've got a mixture of politics, of pandemics, of all this hatred, right? There's a tragedy every other day. And people are so sick and tired of scrolling their newsfeed that they really just want to abandon Facebook altogether. But most people won't, okay? People are still on Facebook. They're just consuming content in a different way then you can create this community where they're excited to show up. They're excited to be a member of that group. And that's what I want for you. I want you to run a group where people are excited to be a part of it. So that's what I post in my group. And there are so many more examples that you can do, but I hope that gets you um, at least a month's worth of content to really sit down and plan for your own group. And Right now, I wanna go over just a couple hacks to help explode your Facebook group, okay? So number one, if you do not have a Facebook group right now or your Facebook group is 30 days or less old, um, or really, okay, who am I kidding? If your group is less than six months old and you have not done a giveaway at this point, I really want to encourage you to host a giveaway or a contest in your group that helps you explode your audience size, okay? Now, I don't want you to say, add three people to the group because here's what happens. How many times have you been added to a group that you have absolutely no interest in being a part of? And then you go to your groups and you realize that like all your Facebook friends added you without even asking you, right? That doesn't make you feel good. And so I don't recommend you saying whoever can add the most amount of people to this group is going to win a session. I could not do that because then they're just filling it with people and not people that really want to be a part of it. So you've got to get creative outside of the box and a better contest or giveaway would be creating a graphic that they can go share to their Instagram stories or on their Facebook newsfeed or something like that. Um, maybe that showcases your work. So find a way to add some of your work to it. And then also maybe the group name and ask them if you'll share this and then screenshot it or tag me. Um, I will put you into the drawing of, you know, a $50 off 
whatever session you choose session or something like that. Okay. So get creative with your giveaways and contests and don't just ask people to throw a whole bunch of people in your group because that's really going to hurt your engagement level. And while it sounds cool to have a really big group, if you have a really big group that is dead, that nobody's interested, then you literally have just that you have a dead Facebook group and that's not going to serve you in your business. Another hack to help your Facebook group explode, especially if you are a local photographer trying to market to your local area, is Facebook groups gives you the option to choose a location. And I highly, highly suggest that you use this feature, okay? Here's the cool thing. Here's maybe you didn't know this, but Facebook will show people in the area It'll automatically push, because I told y'all Facebook groups are the trend right now on Facebook. Facebook will push people in your area that have listed that area as where they currently live. It will start popping up and it will look like an ad and it's totally free. People will see it and they will request to join, okay? So that is another great way for you to be found without even really trying. One other hack is every month I want you to consider hosting some type of event. Maybe you are going to do some virtual training, like if you're doing a mom's group, maybe you're going to do some bring in a guest expert, or maybe you're going to have a specific topic that everybody wants to learn more about, and you're going to host it. I want you to create an event inside of your group. And again, add the location of your local people. Why? Because when people go to their events tab or Facebook will notify people of events that are happening in their area, random people who are not following you and who do not know you will begin to request to join your group. And the last thing that I want to leave you with is I really want you to be asking and utilizing the three questions when people come to your group, okay? This is literally the number one thing that is going to help you so much in your group, okay? Question number one is, how did you find this group? Or how did you hear about this group? That's question number one. Question number two, when was the last time you had fill in the blank, whatever you specialize in, pictures done? When was the last time you had a family session? Are you a bride currently planning your wedding? You're doing this as an identifier because you want to make sure that the people coming into your group are actually in your group and they're the right person. Okay. Again, it goes with you. The numbers are cool, but you want quality over quantity. Okay. And then the third one, and this is something we're going to start talking about in the future to help you grow your email list is if you want to be first to know, or if you want my free guide or something that's of value to them and they can only receive it through email, you're going to ask them to drop their email below. Now, hear me out. You cannot require this by law. So by, I don't know if it's virtual law or actual law, whatever, but you cannot require people to do this. So you need to make sure people understand or that you ask it as a question. If people don't want to give their email address, they don't have to, but this is like literally another way for you to stay in touch with people. So that is it. You guys, that is all about Facebook groups. So quick recap, we talked about how you can utilize it in your business. So we talked about the type of group and which of the three best 
it is your best fit, okay? Number two, how to come up with a catchy name and the three things that you wanna aim for in the title of your group so that it will be SEO friendly. Third thing we talked about, what to post in the group. So we talked about a whole bunch of different types of posts, different topics, all of that. And number four, we talked about hacks to explode your Facebook group. So now, what do you need to do? You need to, number one, if you're not in my Facebook group for photographers, you need to go join that social selling for photographers dash book more clients Facebook group. Okay. That should be in the show notes. If it's not, you can always email me and I'll get you added in the group. Uh, number two, go create your own group and then come into my group and tell me how yours is going. And then number three, if you want more hands-on, one-on-one with me, please come apply for a mentorship or a coaching package. I have very, very limited spots left. I am so overly humbled and grateful that so many of you have um, decided to work with me as your mentor. It absolutely lights me up and it means the world and you guys are kicking butt in your business. So if that is something that you want to do, that is your next step. You can, you can even come have a complimentary 15 minute call with me just to share with me your goals, where you're headed. And I can let you know if we are going to be the right fit for each other. And if not, I will send you to somebody else that would be. Um, You can do all of this and get all the information you need by going to brookjefferson.com slash call. And I'll see you guys on the next episode.